Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation. Pauline's Eve to you too, my love. <laughs> well, when people listen to this, they'll be getting over their hangover from celebrating Pauline Day. Yeah, they might be. Uh, which is to say we're celebrating it at, at that point too, because we record seconds before you listen to it, no matter when you were listening to it. That yep. it, it was a, like two seconds after we recorded it. Yeah. Um, are you excited? My back's a bit sore, so. That's what comes with Pauline Day. A bunch of sore backs, am I right? Yep. Uh, my back is sore as well because I also lived through Pauline Day. Again, based on the rules that I just set up. Um, please, everybody, <laughs> enjoy the following round. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. You're now rocking with TDF Everything. Movies versus matrimony. Versus Matrimony, Season 3, Round 14. We are ready to go. <laughs> it's ready to go. This ready. Very good, Mr. Lau. Very good. Um, <laughs> as you can hear, Paul, uh, Odie is sleeping. I don't Maybe think they'll be able to hear that. Well, I can, and it's very funny to me. Because uh, she's probably going to get up and annoy me later. But for now, she's resting. You're listening this is the podcast where we describe what our dog is doing before we describe what the podcast is about. What's the podcast about? Well, I'm Daniel. I'm Pauline. And I've picked 10 movies. Pauline's picked 10 movies. And we hope that those 10 movies justify why we think a certain actor is great. See if you can decipher which actor we've chosen each. Uh, if it wasn't clear, it's two different actors, one picked by me, one picked by Pauline. We've picked 10 movies to defend that choice. Here we go. It's time for us to jump right in. And as always, we are going to be talking about the comments section. Dun, dun, dun. Done. The comment section. Well, <laughs> it's the comment section. We're here, as always. Um, and not as always for this season, but for the second time or probably third, I can't remember, we actually have real comments. <laughs> and by comments, it's uh, the S is in the brackets because it's just one comment. It's not necessarily the <laughs> comments section. Uh, why am I vamping for time? Well, you figure it out. Uh, <laughs> the, the question was, is this means war better than hot pursuit? And the answer was, again, a resounding 100% of course. I can't imagine that many people have seen hot pursuit, but I agree. Of course, it's this means war is better. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was 
I want to say that one's actually produced by the Smiths. It's an Overbrook production. So that's Jada and Will on the production team. It's got Reese Witherspoon, Tom Hardy, Chris Pine. What more could you ask for? <laughs> I guess Sofia Vergara, but well, you saw what happened when that came about. Anyway, we also have someone talking to us in our comment section. And by talking to us, I definitely just mean promoting their own wares. This one comes from Kings underscore Graphics. Now, Graphics is not spelled the way you'd think. It's G-R-A-P-H-I-C-Z. Mm, graphics. Check out my artworks. Let's work. Emoji exclamation mark space. Emoji exclamation mark space. Hit my DM. 100 emoji, 100 emoji. <laughs> That's great. I feel like you can just leave the S off of artworks, though. But anyway, thank you very much, King Graphics. Uh, I hope you were talking to us, but obviously you were talking to other people in our comment section. That is fine. Uh, we hadn't had a lot of people doing that this season. We were beginning to think that people didn't think it was cool to promote themselves in our comment section. And we're glad that people are venturing back out into doing it. Yeah, I think it'll be great. All right. Well. It's going to be so good. <laughs> it's now time for a part that also happens in the show. Yes, every time. Yeah, every time. Do you know what it is? <coughs> um, yeah, you read the names really fast. That's right. Doubt election fences for Christmas home again. Legally blonde walk the line. I shouldn't have done that. The joke is that there's no more jokes to make. Oh, well. Anyway, we'll see you. I thought we decided last time that we were going to do walk the line like that. Mm, I don't think that we decided on anything other than I should do something with walk the line. Hmm. Mm. And now I'm just copying what I do with the last one. Anyway, we'll see you on the other side. This is, I got to get my head a shake. Sorry, guys. It's okay. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Are you excited? I know how much you loved this movie. No, I'm not excited. So let's see if the audience can see why I'm not excited. Alice Kinney is the daughter of film director John Kinney, who made several prominent personal focus films in his life, but died some years ago. As she hits her 40th, that's all? As she hits her 40th wow. birthday, Alice is currently separated from her husband, Austin, who has stayed in New York in his role as music producer and is ready to come home again. They don't use that accent, so don't use it. <laughs> the movie's called Home Again. Welcome, everybody, to Home Again. They're in the Ozarks, apparently. Starring Home Again's Reese Witherspoon. Hope Reese isn't without her spoon for I this I was just one. about to make that joke. <laughs> Damn it, you stole it from I'm me. I'm sorry. Well, if you're ready, I'm ready. And Pauline's definitely ready. Yep. So here we go. Well, that's evening. what you get for getting most of your movies at the beginning. So. Yeah. Well, I did say that's what was going to happen. All right, let's go. Did you? How, how many movies do you have left? One. Oh, Prisoners? Is it no, we did Prisoners. Prisoners of Azkaban? <laughs> no. Fences? Yeah, that's right. No, I have two left. What is it? Fences and... I can't say or else people will know. Just tell me. Fences or what? I doubt you'd understand if I told you. Tell me. I no. doubt you'd want to know. Hey, we live on Waverly. Can you show me the... I the just picture? doubt you'd understand if I told you. The movie Doubt? <laughs> yeah. I doubt that you'd understand is what I'm saying. Gotcha, bro. 
What's doubt? Is that the one where they, they're like, think someone did something? Mm-hmm. So there's some doubt. But they doubt it. But is that <laughs> yeah, it? That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Meryl Streep, Amy Adams. But that's not important. What's important is this movie. So, Home Again. Famously, we left the theater. It was the Queensway Theater, to be exact. And I said, the problem is that the movie seems to be about those boys. I thought you meant we left the theater like we didn't watch the movie. I'm like, that's not true. We watched no, the no, full movie. The, I don't leave theaters. If, I'm, if I paid to go to a theater, I'm staying. Sorry. I don't find any like joy in being like, Ugh, this is so bad. I'm leaving. That doesn't matter. Especially people who leave with like 15 minutes to the end. What what yeah, like I what are you proving? I'm not into it. Ooh, Michael No, that's not him. But he looks like Michael Sheen, which is who she marries. Um, is that Fergie? No. I do not think so. Is that Sandra O? Oh? No, definitely is not. Uh but <laughs> we left the theater and It I was s- Michael Sheen PS. No, I'm saying I know that he looks like Michael Sheen. It said right on the screen Michael Sheen. Yeah, because they're telling you who's in the movie. That guy wasn't Michael Sheen. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, No, I'm saying she marries Michael Sheen, and that guy looks like Michael Sheen, so they're doing a good job of being, like, tracking where her uh, awkward relationship with her husband came from. Gotcha. Uh, So the important thing about this movie is it was written and directed by the daughter of a famous director writer director and this movie is about someone who is the daughter of a famous writer director so this is as you can see nancy myers is a producer on this she is is she ded dead i want to say we're thinking of someone else because i made the same mistake or maybe not hold on i feel like nancy not nancy myers yeah because nancy myers did it's complicated she's she's alive she's kicking but it Didn't is her she daughter. Made all, make all those movies that we just had to watch recently? That's someone else. Why can't I remember who that is? Hold on. Let's look up You've Got Mail. This is really bad. Like, we just watched her whole filmography, and I can't remember this woman's name. But I made that mistake of thinking she was Nancy Myers. Maybe it's Nancy Myers. It's Nora Ephron. Is who we're thinking. Oh. Nora Ephron is dead. But Nancy Meyer's daughter made this film, which is interesting for many levels as it delves into specifically the mother's relationship in this. Hmm. But anyway, I just thought it was weird that unlike what I think of Fear and definitely... No, Hot Pursuit uses Reese well. It's just not a great movie. I think this is a good use of Reese. Not the best use, but it's a good use of reason. But it sidelines her, I think. I thought it was pretty good. I just feel like it's way too into those kids making their movie. Like those three like guys that live at her house. Yeah, but her dad was a movie maker, so she's helping them out. But then it's like, yeah, it's, she's helping them achieve their dream of like, one, getting to meet the daughter of their idol. And one of them gets to have sex with the daughter of their idol. And then that's kind of like, what? what is she really getting out of this whole thing? Mm, she's divorcing, isn't she? She's trying to find herself. She does make the choice to divorce, finally. Yes, you're right. So, she's kind of letting Michael Sheen slide a bit. He's a music producer in this one. Yeah, so I think, you know, she's trying to find herself. 
Well, I mean, at this point, maybe she thinks she has found herself, but then that like little pinch of energy she gets from those three boys moving into her house is makes her be like, maybe I should change. Yeah. Exactly. She's so cute. I love Reese Witherspoon. What's with this daughter? Is I feel like something happens with this daughter. Is she like an actor as well? Like I, I, get, I feel like I, I remember, remember one of one of the guys, the guy who used to be on SNL. Maybe they put her in the movie or something. Something like that. Like the one who used to be on SNL is like, I think he's the writer, is like um, good with her. Like they they able they able to study together properly or something. Hmm. I don't remember. You're right though. I'm sure. Do you think Reese liked making this movie? Yeah, probably. I don't like I don't know if it's one that she's like super proud of, but I also feel like whatever. Like she probably was like, "Oh, this was a nice like time to work." Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to see how she feels about this movie. Yeah, let's ask her. Hey, uh, Reese, me again. Yeah. And I also felt like they made the wrong guy the, like, lead of the gang. Yeah, Why? Yeah, the guy with the tie, that's something Rudnitsky. He was on SNL for a bit. He's the writer friend. And then... Glasses guy seems like he should have been the leader of the group. Is he the one that was in Jumanji? Or is it his brother? I don't know, but I don't see Reese talking about home again that much. Yeah, I, do, I feel that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think she's like, oh, that was a mistake. But I also think she's like, who cares? I got paid. <laughs> I got paid. Because they're the Wolf Brothers. And they, the so the guy, well, now they both have sunglasses. But you know what I mean. Uh, folded arms, sunglasses. He, um, he. I just want to say. You know, those the guys that are staying with them, mm-hmm. the guy that she hooks up with is 27. So you want me to stop saying boy? Yeah, I do. He's a boy. The He's point, 27. The point is he is a boy compared to her and she makes him a She's, man. No, 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 not no. Not by no. having no, sex with him. No, that's not true. Not by having sex with him, but by like being like, you know. No, I disagree entirely. He's 27. He's a man. He just hasn't come into his own. Yeah, he's a boy. No, he's not a boy. That's that's boy. inappropriate to say. I don't think Reese would appreciate that. Honestly, I just even taking one look at that dude would be like, I'm probably going to divorce him because he seems so untrustworthy. Apparently, he's really nice. He used to date. He was on again, off again with Sarah Silverman and like was really there for her when she almost died. And why did she almost die? Ah, she had some sickness. Oh, what was her sickness? I don't remember, but I do remember in her other show, she um, put footage of her going into, um, she put footage of her before she went into um, surgery and she was really worried. So he was doing bits with her to make her feel comfortable. And then at some point she was like, but you realize this means we're going to break up. Like I'm done with this relationship. I've got what I need out of it. Epiglottis, a rare inflammation of the cartilage at the base of the larynx. Mm Mm-hmm. Couldn't breathe or something like that. She was dying. Hmm. But he was there for her. It looked like he was very 
attentive as a partner and who know I'm not putting it on anyone why this why the relationship broke up or why it was on again off again it's just it seems like when he's there he's in nice like it's a it's a nice thing for both of them there's something that happens when three people you're so close to die within a year and then you you almost die but don't that was me I'm the one that didn't die she wrote it's a strange dichotomy between why me who died too and the other me why me Weird. Because the story about her mom dying was very sad. Why? Well, because it was very, it was degenerative and it was just like slow. And she was saying like she would visit her in her home. Like I think at first it was hospital. She would visit her in the hospital and it was like she knew it was bad because her mom is such a stickler for grammar and words that once her mom started being like, don't even give me the word search or the the, or the crossword. Yeah. She's like, it's just embarrassing because I can't figure it out. I don't. I just don't want to even look at it. Leave me alone with that. She's like, that's that's when I knew like things were not going great. This guy, we just watched him in Horrible Bosses one, PJ Byrne. Oh yeah, and he's great in Korra the Airbender, Last Avatar sequel, <laughs> Legend of Korra. We all know what I'm saying. PJ Byrne. He's also in The Boys, and he's great. Who? PJ Byrne. Yep. Yes. He's, he's a, in the boys. He's, yeah, he's a director. Oh. He makes their movies. Um. Yeah. He's very good at being like a dweeb. Uh, that guy, on the le- not him, not him, but their other friend. Yeah, the one from Jumanji. I don't remember him in Jumanji. He's like the guy, unless it's it's either him. That guy is Jumanji. It's, well, maybe it's his brother, the one that was in Hereditary. Let's find out. Anyway, he looks like your friend Joel. Harvey or Cox? Yeah, Harvey. I Reminds see what me you're saying. I see what you're saying. A lot. I'm on board. Nat Wolf. No, he is not the Jumanji guy. So it's his brother. That's weird. I mean, not weird. Good for him. Like that, you do Hereditary and then be like, but I'm also in the two Jumanjis. They're fun. <laughs> I wonder who's going to be in Goosebumps too. It's another good cast, but it's like nobody from the first one. And it looks like they even gave it less of, they basically halved the budget. Halved. It's like 30 million versus the almost 60 million they put in. For and how much did one. they make? Less, but it's fine because they put in less. This woman here, I don't remember her name, but the dark haired woman, she, her? yeah, she outed Louis C.K. No, no, dark haired. Not red hair. Oh. On the right. Her. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I feel bad. I'm going to look it up, but she outed Louis C.K. It's safe to say that now that he's been fully outed and put in his place. But she talked about it on her podcast. She didn't say his name, but it was like obvious who she was talking about. And I was like, interesting. Jen Kirkman. That's, I remember. She was all over podcasts mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, but she was basically being like, yeah, like, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a big comedian out there. And then she basically described Louis C.K. to the T. It was like, he makes it really hard to be a female comedian in his, like, orbit. His, hmm. And then basically said all the things that he does. And then she deleted the episode. And, like, you can't find the episode anymore. But I get, I'm sure she's put it back up since. Because like, she was like, I didn't want... That's not what I wanted out of this. I, she was basically just saying, like, if you stop seeing certain comedians doing stuff, it's probably because they didn't let Louis C.K. Sorry, do something. Sorry, he sexually harassed her? He or? Would, 
he would jerk off in front of you or like what? make it or make it seem like you have to have sex with him or at least Gross. watch him jerk off in front of you if you're going to be on tour with him or if he's going to lend you a hand um which is a big deal because he was like the guy at the time uh do you do you, yeah that makes sense what a monster. Yeah, he's terrible. Do you think that this guy got his like break because people were like, you remind us of a new age Andrew Keegan. Um, but also, Who the hell is Andrew Keegan? Excuse me? Who is that? Have you never seen Camp Nowhere? And oh, yeah, also, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, I do. And also, has he ever been in anything else, this guy? That's a good question. Let's look it up. This is what I'm saying. He, do- he doesn't have what... Nat Wolf has. Nat Wolf is the engaging person out of the three. I get that Rudnitsky would always be like, oh, he's just the funny sidekick. But like, Nat Wolf is the guy of this group. He pulls focus. You're interested in what he has to do. That guy, as you're talking about, Andrew Keegan Light, is just always going to be Andrew Keegan Light. Yeah. He's not, he's not a guy. Anyway, his name's Pico Alexander, and I think he's supposed to be like this really good, nice person. But Really good, nice person. I don't know. Or maybe his dad is. I don't remember. Um, he was in Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a video game, so you probably wouldn't know it was him. He's in The Portuguese Kid. Is he Portuguese? Might be. Could be. What do they say there again? Oh, Abrigado. I don't know what they say. I've never been. He was in Orange is the New Black, but Home Again seems to have really, like, at the at the very least hit at a time where he was, like, about to hit because it was, like, he's in stuff pretty consistently since 2014. He's got, like, episodes here and there on TV shows. Then he's in the Brad Pitt um, Netflix movie War Machine, which I thought was going to be great because of the cast, but was kind of like, meh. Hmm. Uh, and then Home Again, same year. And then that's like 2018. It's like Portuguese Kids, Summertime, Hot Air, Red Dead Redemption 2. He's in the George Clooney TV show Catch-22. Interesting. Um, so he is still working, basically. Still working, but I don't think it's he's like a face yet. Yeah. Like this is probably the biggest look he's got in this in the period I'm talking about. How old is he in real life? I thought you had already said it's 27, but maybe so that probably no, he's means he's 27 like 30. in the show. So he's probably like, let's see. Why am I doing this? I'm really not. Pico Alexander. Pico Alexander was born. Well, I know he's six one. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Okay. Well, usually they give a year he's born, but they didn't really do that on IMDb. So we're going to the... Internet. Yeah. Well, he's born in 91, so he's 29. Interesting. And how old's Reese? She's born in 71, so... 71? <laughs> well, I know. I'd say she's like 46. How old do you think she is? Yeah, 45, 46. She's 44. Hmm. I mean, close. Yeah. Born but either way, interesting age difference, even like just for her having to act with him, you know? Yes. 
I was more concerned about the age difference in the movie we were just watching, Goosebumps, where the blonde woman from the, the Orville. No, she's from the Orville. No, that was Amy Ryan you're talking about. But the it's Oh, the, the one like, that kissed the Yeah, the one that kissed that kid. I'm like I know you're younger, but you're not that much younger than I like she probably is like twenty seven, twenty nine. And then like she's kissing that kid who maybe is twenty. Yikes. I don't even think he is. I'm sure he's like eighteen. Which I think makes a difference only because at at a, there's a cutoff where your parents have to stop being on set if you're doing anything of that nature. Hmm. Interesting. Candace Bergen, she's great. You think so? I don't. I don't know. Maybe she's problematic. I just like Murphy Brown so much. You liked the show? Yeah, I really liked Murphy Brown. I've never heard of her being problematic. Have you? No, I'm just saying. Who knows? There's like. Again, like if you were to ask me before that Jen Kirkman podcast, if I think Louis C.K. is problematic, I'm like, no, look, he's fighting the good fight. Like he he's work. He works with black people and tries to like um, not center his whiteness that much. But uh, then it turns out he's problematic completely uh, and entirely. Yeah. So like, doesn't really matter that he's best friends with. R- Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle after a certain point because uh, in fact he does not a good look for them <laughs> with all those types of people I always feel like I don't think he's bragging to them about it yeah I I know that yeah it's a bad look for them other than Dave Chappelle and what I feel like is more of his showing his age than his actual values saying something about it i don't i haven't heard chris rock stick up for louis ck which is good yeah that is good i get that you <clears throat> like you know someone who has stuck up for him is sarah silverman really who was like yeah he jerked off in front of me but it was my choice i'm like mm. i feel like you're at a different point than a jen kirkman though like who knows when he did that to you but i don't think he saw you as an equal when he did it to you and yeah even so even if you did that's not what was happening. And he definitely knew that someone like Jen Kirkman or whoever Jen Kirkman was talking about did not see themselves as equal to Louis C.K. Yeah. Porture. I And again, as is usually the case with Sarah Silverman, she had to like retract statements and apologize because she does really like to put her foot in her mouth. But um, really? Yeah, she's got issues. I mean... It's not great when you do your you do a whole episode of your show about blackface. What do you mean? Like she was in it? She yeah, she did. Black- she did a whole episode of her show in blackface. Oh, why? Because she was trying to show that it's not that big of a deal. Like the <laughs> character in the show, because it wasn't a documentary. It was like it was a scripted uh, sitcom. Okay. Um. So it's not great. I find her to be funny, but I also am very aware of the limitations of what I'm willing to like say about her. Hmm. She can be funny. I get it. If you don't like her, I'm 100% on board with that as well. Okay. Got it. I don't find her that funny, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of losing it. But that's also like, as you just were reading, I think she had other stuff on her mind the last few years with her epiglottis <laughs> i mean the deaths in her family the i mean i'm it can't i mean 
it's not nothing to be uh, going through relationships, um, woes and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And then yeah, then she had a <laughs> she had like a personal health scare. Yeah. Fair enough. So. All is forgiven then. <laughs> no, I'd, I'm not saying I forgive her. I just understand uh, that uh, we're probably not getting her A game right now. <laughs> I've never found her that funny. Yeah. I uh, 100% understand if people are like, no, I don't like her. And I never, and not personally, just I don't think she's funny. Yeah, she's never really done it for me. Humor wise. Although not many people really do. To be honest. You like Mindy Kaling though, right? Yeah. Humor-wise? Or do you just like her general? I think I just like her. But you like Steve Carell humor-wise? In The Office, yeah. Yeah, there's a cutoff for what I think Steve Carell's funny in. Well, he stopped being funny in movies, so. I don't know. Like that space show he has, that's supposed to be funny. Oh, I forgot he was even in that. Yeah, and it's the same people who did The Office, so it's not great but ryan says it gets much better haven't we watched it all we watched one episode and i had no desire to go back space show i thought you were talking about the one where they're living on the spaceship oh yeah he's not in that that's not that's not i'm talking about that space force show oh yeah no thank you ryan says it's really good he says it's one of the favorite shows of the year Mm, i'm i'm good you can watch that on your own accord and also I really hope that Upload comes back again. Yeah, I really liked Upload. Also by the same... That's what I was saying. He had... He did... Well, obviously, who knows when he did them, but he... Greg Daniels had Upload at the beginning of the year and then Space Force a couple months after it. And I'm like, hmm, how did you miss the mark so bad on the Surefire one with Steve Carell? Hmm. Can't... Everyone can't be a winner. This is the thing. thing. I other like I would say Greg Daniels and Michael Mike Schur are two people that I'm like if they're involved I'll probably really like it because that's The Office, Parks and Rec. I know you don't like Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I do, and uh, The Good Place. The Good Place is a really good, really good show. Real good show. You know who I used to always confuse: Lake Bell, who is on screen right now, and Amanda Peet. Yeah, everyone did. Absolutely Have everyone Have they ever did. been in something together? I'm not willing to look it up. But, like, <laughs> that would be a classic, like, oh, we got Amy Adams and Isla Fisher. Also twinsies. Mm-hmm. Or Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Javier Bardem. Yep, it's crazy how much those people look alike. Agreed. And then my foolish, I used to think Chuatel Ejiofor and Anthony Mackie looked the same. Should I tell No. Yeah, they don't. You don't have to worry about me arguing. <laughs> I just used to think they were. And like I'd be like, oh no, that movie, that was definitely Anthony Mackie. And then I'd be like, I'd look at him. That was Chiwetel? Okay, fine. Well, I think that Zendaya and um, Jennifer Lawrence look alike. Interesting. I've told you this before, I feel. You might have. They're, I think their smiles are really the same. I'm going to show you. Okay. Maybe you should read the parent guide. I was just trying to f- catch up on what is even happening right now. I think we're finding out that even though Reese is like, oh, I, I do interior design, she still gets pushed around. Just like she gets pushed around in her marriage. 
so that's gonna have to be dealt with soon. <laughs> gonna have to be dealt with. All right. Uh, oof. What would you say this got as a meta score? That's out of a hundred. Uh, fifty-one. <clears throat> no, forty-one. What would, you say, what would you say the IMDb score was, which is out of ten? Uh, six. Close enough. Five point eight. What was I going to show you? Oh yeah, Zendaya and Jennifer Lawrence have the same smile. You make me smile. <laughs> okay, Parents Guide. We're at the Parents Guide. Sex and nudity is mild. Three kissing makeout scenes. One insinuates sex, but doesn't show body parts and can't get fully horny. Look, Man spends the night, wakes up fully. in bed wearing a sheet only. Several conversations about sex. Yeah, if someone said they were related, I'd be like, probably. The smile is the same, mm-hmm. exact same. I would be interested in that theory. Like when people said that Tatiana Ali was related to uh, Chili from TLC. Who? Not Left Eye or T-Boss. Yeah, but who's related? Tatiana Ali. That's Ashley Banks. Really? Yeah, I know who Tatiana Ali is. They aren't related. But that was like the thing, I guess, because they both have the same last name maybe. And the worst part of that was the additional and they're Muhammad Ali's kids. And I was like, Really? (laughs) <laughs> oh boy uh, okay violence and gore this shouldn't be long mild a man punches another man in the face that's true that happens uh, the boy punches <laughs> Michael Sheen in the face profanity one religious profanity and a few mild shit words someone must say Jesus Christ or God forbid uh, alcohol drugs and smoking a small bag of medical marijuana falls out of a man's coat. Frightening and intense scenes. None. <laughs> and there's none. None. It's got a green light. So. Well, I mean, it might be frightening for, for a punch. No. I would have said that might be. Aw, heads up. Mm-hmm. Best. That's cute. Yeah, I knew who, what's his face. I keep just saying his last name, Rignitsky. What's his first first name? I'm Michael Hansen. John Rignitsky. I wonder why he got kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Probably just too many people. Who? John Rudnitsky. Who's that one? Blonde, a blue, sh- blue button-up shirt. Uh, middle, dude. Yes kicked off of SNL probably after this why they I think they famously hired too many people that one year there was like one year where it was like seven new people and they didn't let anyone go Hmm. I mean of the old cast so it was just like I'm sure those people were like is there like am I ever gonna get on yeah and considering there's people who, other than Keenan Thompson, who at one point was the only black guy, was like, honestly, I'd have to work so hard not to be in that show. Like, well, because they, yeah. He's like, he's like there's, there's just, ne- I do never, I never feel the pressure of like, oh man, I got to get into a sketch. He's like, I, I would have to, I could just go on cruise control and I'd definitely be guaranteed to be in a sketch. But, uh, not anymore, well... No, yeah, there's more black guys and black women. So, Who, Leslie Jones? She's gone. She's gone? Yep, she's gone. When? 
two years ago or just this year? I can't. I time means really? nothing to me. Yeah, anymore. I did. Okay. Uh, so they have Ego Nwadam, who I love. She's who? great. Ego Nwadam. She is a. She's. I on, know who it is. You actually? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, I I know her from Comedy Bang Bang. She always plays very funny characters on Comedy Bang Bang. Um, so they have her. They have Chris Red. No, I who I love so yeah. much. Love He's Chris so Red. funny. And they have Michael, Michael Che. And so then, yeah, Keenan Thompson actually would have to be like, oh, I got to go do something. There. Yeah. I wonder if Aiko and uh, Sashir Zameda were ever on at the same time. Maybe. But she's gone too. But that makes sense. They never gave her anything funny to do. And I'm sure that wasn't like her choice. Well, probably not. She definitely should have been on there to do funny things. And she was always just the straight person. A.D. Bryant's still on? Hmm. Yeah. I would imagine as long as uh, Lauren Michaels is letting her do her shrill show, she'll be on there. What is repertory player? Uh, Repertory player. So there is the main cast, which would be someone like A.D. Bryant. She's main cast. But it says she's the repertory player. So that must just mean like, yeah, she's part of their repertoire. She's on there. Um, and then there's the like second straight, like they're like featured. Ah, uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so that's like hopefully Ego this season is, uh, like repertory player, like main. But, um, you know the wo- the woman you like who was in that Melissa McCarthy goes back to school movie, and she was like Christina Aguilera's cousin or whatever. She was like uh, featured for a bit, and I'm sure by now she's moved up. But like you'll you'll notice, there's like people that are like, oh, I've seen them for more than one season, and that usually means they've like Chris Red might still actually be one of the featured people. Hmm. No, Chris Red is a repertory player. Hmm. No, what do I know? I'm looking at it right now. That's why I know. I really, really think Heidi Gardner is hilarious. Yes, that's what I was talking about, Heidi Gardner. So funny. She's great. She's hilarious. Very, very funny. I like when she plays that like um, teenager who has a crush on Thanos. And like she'll try and do movie reviews and then be like, Michael, shut up. What? (laughs) Do you have his number? Don't text him. I don't recall seeing Pete Davidson too much on SNL. He was filming Suicide Squad and probably his movie. He is the youngest th- member of the cast. Currently, right? Because I think at one point Robert Downey Jr. was the youngest. Oh, yeah, of the current cast. Yeah. He's the youngest member of the current cast. Yeah, I think they also made fun of him for not being around, but also... First NSL cast member to be born in the 90s. Really? I always thought Abby Elliott was... Obviously, she was born in the 80s. Yeah, it must maybe 89. I mean, that makes sense. She's not that much older than I am. I mean, younger than I am. Um, what was his movie called again? King of Staten, Staten Island. Island. I think he was having um, mental exhaustion, but also, yeah, he was working on stuff while they were doing the season. So what has SNL been doing lately? Are they back? They're back. They just had a full-on thing. It was Chris Rock as the host. Meg oh, the yeah. And, and G- uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. As yeah. Biden. Yeah. 
that's a good get, Jim Carrey. They kept turning him down though, which is weird. There was a lot a of um, there was a lot of talk about how bad he looked as Joe Biden. Yeah, he doesn't look like Joe Biden. There was just <laughs> there's that. <clears throat> I thought it was fine. Like I get the idea, but also I'm like, yeah, you don't look like Biden. Hopefully, my Rudolph got to be Kamala Harris. I sh- I heard she did. Good. Pretty sure. She, she's um, done it in the past. Ad Bryant is in her eighth season on the show. Interesting. Usually, people leave after seven. Really? Not Keenan Thompson, obviously. Michael mm-hmm. Che is the, his sixth season. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like he's about to leave because he's got his own show coming. Named one of Rolling Stone's 50 funniest people. He has been a writer on SNL, a correspondent on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and has performed stand-up on The Late Night with Seth Meyers and Late Show with David Letterman. Mm. I like Michael Che. I don't like his cavalier attitude with gay people, though, with uh, making jokes about it. But maybe outside of it. Hmm? Maybe he's gay. If he is, he is very reckless with the way he jokes about it. Oh, not good. Not good. Heidi is on her third season. Oh, I would have said fourth. Yeah, so they stopped basically couple weeks into quarantine and they were just doing it from home and everyone was kind of like great okay i think the first time they did it everyone was like ha 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 yeah, this is great and then after that it was kind of like mm, all right and so <laughs> they're like oh okay that was the season finale then bye and then they were forced back to work last week making obviously saturday the day that they get to show off their wares cool um colin jost is is he married yet or no? I don't think they're married. Or are they waiting He's for Black Widow to come out? He's head writer. Did you know that? Yeah, usually the people who are doing... Um, he started writing for SNL in, in 2005. So that's... So usually... not. So this isn't historically. This is just in recent times. If you see someone doing um, update, it's usually because they're the head writer. Ah, interesting. But that's not historically the tr- the case. Usually it just, like, sometimes they've just hired people just to do update. But um, I feel like since Tina Fey, it was kind of like, oh, that's that's the head writer, the person doing update. Hmm. I he, mean, so both of them, like, so him and Michael Che are considered the head writers. Yeah. He graduated from Harvard. He's That is kind of where they scoop. So there's two ways... SNL kind of scouts. There's you can be a stand-up comedian, you can be a improv comedian, and that's usually for the players. And then for writers, it's usually from the Harvard Harvard Lampoon. If you wrote, really? if you wrote there, they're like, okay, you can be a writer. Interesting. Or you could be a stand-up because they know you write well. Kate is in her ninth season. McKinnon, wow. They're going to have a problem if they lose her and don't have some kind of apparent replacement in the meantime. Yeah. She's, she is amazing. <laughs> Upcoming projects include Jay Roach's Bombshell opposite Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman, which we've already <laughs> seen, yeah. and the Hulu limited series The Dropout, where she'll be portraying, portraying Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes. Is she not Miss Frizzle anymore? Or maybe that's just old information. Because she's sense. definitely Miss Frizzle. On the magic school bus. 
Well, the boys have made a lovely place for her because they are boys and they don't know how to do manly things. So they're having a movie night. They are not boys. <laughs> they are little boys. So rude. Mentally. What's wrong with saying that? It doesn't matter how, how many years they've been on the earth. Mentally, they are boys. No, they're not. Also, at a certain point, at this movie turns into would entourage. You have appreciated, like, if you would have appreciated if someone called you a boy? I wouldn't appreciate it anytime because I'd be like, why are you being racist? Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Well, no, you don't ever want to be called or made Kenan to feel Thompson's like in his 17th season. This is why I made a point of saying not Kenan Thompson when I said people usually leave after seven years. He has to hit 20 at this point. Love it. I, I mean, as he talks about it, I'm like, yeah, why would you ever leave? No, I mean, why would you? Yeah, it sounds like he's got a good gig. He already had like like it's because he's not using it as a jumping off point. He already did like Mighty Ducks movies and had his own sketch show with all that, and then did like Good Burger stuff. Like he's like Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. I take your order, and he was Fat Albert. Like he doesn't need to like use this as a stepping stone the same way John Rudnitsky needs to. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, you're gonna pay me to do what I love. Great, I'm here. <laughs> here I am. Here I am. I still think it's uh, pretty interesting that they had actors like uh, Michael Anthony Hall and Robert Downey Jr. and Julia Louis, Julia Louis Dreyfus and Sarah oh my gosh. Silverman. She now she is someone I find hilarious. Yeah. It's She's even, so good. Veep even, is such a great show. I love that show. One of we my just favorite watched, shows of all time. We just watched Horrible Bosses 2, which had Sam Richardson in it. We just watched Goosebumps that had Timothy something in it. Simmons? Is that his name? <laughs> oh, Sam Richardson. He's great. Especially in Detroiters. <laughs> this guy. Not close, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a written warning. <laughs> It's, you know what the penalty for is for this? It's three like, years. Three years. Well, yeah, close. It's a written warning. Uh, I didn't realize they got back to doing it. I thought it was like a one-time thing. Or maybe this is her saying it's a one-time thing. I don't remember. <laughs> you you weren't that enthused about this choice. When? Right now? When you saw it. Like, yeah, you saw oh. it come up on the screen and you were like, oh. Well, it wasn't my free, favorite Reese pick, but I did not mind it. At some point, this movie becomes like an entourage episode where they're like struggling to find a producer that will fit the vision they want. It's just not about her in the end. I really feel like it's a weird mix. I like this house. It's a good house. That is the Nancy Myers way. You always love Nancy Myers kitchens and in, in general homes. Really? Yeah, so it makes sense that her daughter would be like, yeah, I'm going to say, this guy, he's in Veep. Veepo. This is a Veep day. It is a Veep day. He, yeah, can never play a character that isn't a douche. Except for in the movie Venom with Tom Hardy. You think he's going to be the douche because he's the new boyfriend for Michelle Williams. And then you just end up being like, this guy is an amazing person. (laughs) Like, he's just such a likable, nice person in that movie. This guy is 
an amazing person. This I'm, guy is an amazing I, person. Like Ben and I were both like, what the hell? Like that was the perfect time for him to be the douche that he is in most things. And you were just like, no, I'm really rooting for this guy. So hey, everyone has to have their day to shine. He plays a doctor and he just genuinely like he's not like, oh, what are you doing hanging out with Venom? And he's just like, oh, I get it. You guys were uh, engaged and now you need to help him. Look, we should help him. Yep. But he's, is he nice in this or is he exactly what he needs to be, which is not important until he gets the money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still just wish it was Nat Wolf as the leader. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this must be really hard to watch this. It is very hard. Just pretend it's it looks Nat Wolf. Great. Just pretend. Because, okay. You think the movie looks great? It looks good. What is, what's not to like about the look of it? Do you think this is a green screen? No. I hate green screens. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I absolutely hate it. What were we watching the other day and it had like an awful green screen? Actually, I'm pretty sure it was Hot Pursuit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that is the way again i keep saying it but i don't think there's a point into it obviously the way movies are made these days there probably is elements of digitally removing stuff but i do think if you're doing a nancy myers type movie aka you're her daughter and you're making a movie with that she produces isn't it her name myers shires is that the daughter's name i'm pretty sure i guess i should stop calling her it's Haley myers shire yeah i feel she only married that person because of their last name <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing um in real life nancy myers and her no am i thinking of Nora afron i'm not gonna even comment on it now because i now i don't remember which one is which all i know is nancy myers is known as a very specific director there's a lot of effort is put into how the house will look, how things will look, and people try to give her guff about it, but rightfully so. People also point out, like, yeah, and David Fincher like will be like, let's do 120 takes and break the actors. 120 takes? I don't think he's ever done that many, but um, he, he does a lot of takes. It's one, it's one reason that Samuel Jackson has cited that he's never worked with David Fincher. He's like, don't you, you get three. He's hmm. like, you hired me for a reason. If you don't trust that I know what I'm doing, then fuck off. Because he was not nice to Jake Gyllenhaal, David Fincher, that is. Really? Yeah, he was very mean to Jake Gyllenhaal. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I hired an actor. And like, there was wow. a, a lot of repetition. And uh, having said that, I really like David Fincher films. It's part of the reason I like the look of the Batman trailer. I was like, it looks like a David Fincher film. Sorry, what are some David Fincher films? Uh, Gone Girl. Okay. The Social Network. Okay. Uh, Seven. Oh, okay. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, okay. Which one? The American one. No, no, the American one. The the Rooney Mara, Daniel Craig one. Okay. Um, the only movie he's done, or sorry, the only movie that he's proud of that he's done (laughs) that I don't like is The Game. The Game. Remember that Michael Sandra Douglas Bullock? movie? No, that Michael Douglas movie I watched where it was like oh, Sean Penn was gosh. like, hey, you want to play the game? And yeah, he was like, his yeah. his brother. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, you see, it was a game the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's what it said at the beginning. 
Yes, that movie was not good. I don't like it. You have like to watch it. that for the podcast? No. Oh. I just really like David Fincher and I wanted to rewatch it because I like everything else he's done. I don't really care about the Aliens movie because he's not that proud of it either. So, I'm Aliens. Not, like The aliens. third Alien movie. Yeah. Everyone seems to love those movies. No, they like the first two and they hate the third one. And he's upset because obviously he, he didn't have full control over it. I think that was one of those something Smithy movies, Alan Smithy. Alan Smithy. Uh, if a director is like, I do not approve of this cut of the movie. This isn't what I wanted. You, they, in the past, were allowed to be like, this is this was directed by Alan Smithy. Interesting. And I, um, a recent thing of that, even though he wasn't allowed to do it, was um, Men in Black International. F. Gary Gray was definitely like, I'm. This is not my movie. You could put look. You pay me. You have to put my name on it for the rules. But I, this is not mine. He tried to quit multiple times from that movie. I see. Um, but yeah, that's my point. Is oh, there we go. Finally, a black person. The it doesn't matter to me about that alien movie because it's not really what he wanted to do. It's not horrible, but I was also like, meh. It's not. It's not great either. Uh, and then every other movie he's done. Seven. Um, why don't I just bring it up? But anyway, the point is, if I like <laughs> David Fincher, I can't. Why don't be mad. I just tell you the movies that I'm watching? Oh, you don't. <laughs> I, you didn't watch Seinfeld. I wish I was better at. Uh, I'm. I'm the one that's wrong in that. That like everyone's always like, you know this joke from Seinfeld. I'm like, no. Sorry. Well, Kramer's phone number is really close to the nut line for the movie phone. Hmm. So they kept getting, he kept getting calls for movie phone. And um, so eventually he was like, well, I'm just going to take over this business. And he, so he'd be like, press one for blah, blah, blah. And then he couldn't tell what the number was. So he'd be like, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to watch? <laughs> and then at the end, the actual movie phone guy calls and is like, hello. Like speaking in the movie phone voice, like, hello, who do you think you are? It's a really good joke. <laughs> I like that. Not Olivia Munn. Just kidding. I'm pretty sure Eno. Oh yeah. Also, David Fincher directed that Cad Justin Timberlake's music video with Jay Z, suit and tie, uh, and he did House and House of Cards and Mindhunter. Okay. My point was I was rambling, but I can't be mad at a Nancy Myers for being particular if we're going to celebrate someone like David Fincher, who is. Uh, even uh, more well, abusive. it's their craft. They can yeah. be as particular as they want. Okay, so the game, I don't like it. Seven is great. I'm not going in order. I'm just calling things out. Um, and yeah, Alien 3, as I said, not, not important. Uh, the Fight Club, that was good. Did I say Fight that? Fight Club right? is amazing. Zodiac, love it. Uh, Panic Room, that was good. Uh, curious case of Benjamin Button. I liked it, but I get that people are like, we get it. Love can't last. Shut up. <laughs> Social network, drag girl with dragon tattoo, gone girl, mind hunter. I think at one point he was supposed to do Batman. But no, didn't happen. Hmm. Well, not yet. I think he was like, I'm never doing a superhero movie again after the way I was treated. Oh, Fair enough. He wanted to do silly things. I mean, it probably would have been good, but also I'm like, nah, it's not a huge loss. 
we already got this version of Batman coming out, maybe, if COVID does not ruin it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm, Wix.com. We should make a website with Wix. Why? I was making a joke about the product placement. I don't oh, really care. Oh, we're being sponsored by Wix today? <laughs> no, we're not. I don't really care about product placement. I, I feel that, like, people... It doesn't bother me at all. People try to, like, make jokes about it. And I'm like, okay, great. You but just pointed out how, they, how a movie was made. Yeah, and, like, they... How do you think people get money for things? Exactly. And, yeah, you're pointing it out, but, like, you noticed it. So that's exactly what the company wants. So if you don't like it, just don't point it out. I don't say anything. Uh, but yeah, pretend like you didn't see that big, huge Pepsi billboard. Yeah, I am perfectly fine. With, I'd rather that than them be like, "Oh, who likes the Pepsiola we're drinking?" I'm like, "No, just make it Pepsi." I don't Pepsiola. Like, I feel like when they try to like make it a fake name, I'm like, "No." Oh, I miss dinner parties so much. Welcome to our humble abode. We're eating. Like just going over to someone's house and then hugging them and drinking. Mm, yeah. That's got to be put on hold right now. For so long. That woman at the head of the table looked like Greta Gerwig. Mm. Yeah, her. her. I know it's not, but I'm just saying like, oh, like, Kinda-ish. I wonder if she was like, oh, my friend's Greta. I'm going to get someone who looks he like her. He just ordered another round. Be there within the hour. Ooh, sorry, baby. Is that what the point of this was? It was like, he she's supposed to be there. Oh, oh, I see. He's supposed to be with her, but he's too busy making his dreams come true. Yeah, I yeah, I think that she he told her. Like, yeah, you know, I'll be this, there. Then I'll be there. And then <laughs> Michael. Sh- <laughs> Remember the witches trailer? Yes. No. Oh. So Anne many- Hathaway. Yes. Kenya Barris. Olivia or Olivia. <laughs> Octavia Oct- Spencer. <laughs> I was going to say my Olivia shit Spencer. Witch. <laughs> she should say that, I feel Stanley like. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Bobbity Poopchi. Uh you know how everyone always says that like uh in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger makes reference to the movie Brokeback Mountain. Well, how come no one ever talks about how the person who played Spawn goes, enough of this clown, who we all know Spawn's famous villain is the clown. What? Violator. What are you talking about? Exactly. Why is she crying that much about it? I think her life's she, just a little bit of a mess She right really put a lot of eggs in his stupid No, I don't even basket. think it's about that. I think she's just like, Lonely. you know, it's just a lot. She's like separated really, for five months. She looks like a fool. Why did But were her know? friends really like, like it, I'm, I get it. It doesn't matter that her friends weren't like, oh, it's embarrassing. He didn't show up. It still makes you look bad that you're like, oh, my friend, like my bow is coming. And they're like, well, if he's a little boy, he probably couldn't oh ride my his God. couldn't ride his tricycle here. <laughs> it's like, no, he's Ubering. He's Ubering. Everyone Sorry, he's Ubers. taking a lift. Everyone Ubers and lifts. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the adult thing instead of taking a tricycle. My mommy says I can't get in this Uber. Don't take rides from strangers. Well, this would clearly be a lot of a different movie if it was about that. <laughs> well, it would be big. What? The movie Big. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. Someone falls in love with Tom Hanks? Yeah, and they have sex with him. What? That's not a joke. That's literally what happens. Wow. And then 
all you're left with is feeling bad for this woman who thought she was having sex with a grown man, and it turns out he was 12 years old. I'm sorry. She couldn't tell by his mentality? No. She just thought it was whimsical. Wow. Yeah. It's not great. Like the more Not you think about at it. all. I think as a kid, you're like, awesome. He got to see boobies. But mm-hmm. then as an adult, you're like, oh my goodness, that woman had no idea what she was in for. That's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair. She knows not what she do. Exactly. This is where she's like, look, we've been doing it a long time. That was a one-time thing. No. And then he was like, uh, literally can't be a one-time thing. Oh. He's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Please, I'm pregnant. You're such a boy. Oh, my God. You need I've... to S-T-O-P stop. Oh, I thought you were going to say S-T-U-F. No. S-T-F-U. Yeah. Wouldn't that be S-T-F-U? Yeah, that's true. That rhymes. And now she's going to be like, you're leaving us. Aww. Oh, oh yeah, that's play. right. Oh, yeah, she wrote a play yes, yes, and yes. he has to be there for it or else he's a cad. Yeah. Yeah, or he's a cad. Mm. Guess who doesn't have to be now? <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah, but I can hold it. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Remember when I offered that option? But I didn't have to go. You can't just force yourself. I drank a lot of water, so that is what happens. What do you think your poll question is going to be this time? I don't know. No one's even answering. Oh, this. I don't. Why don't you say, "Do you consider him a boy?" Yeah, it's probably going to be that. Um, is a 27-year-old male a boy? Oh, yeah, wrote right I know It has nothing to do with how old he is. You know you know the concept of a man-child. No, I don't. Yes, you do. But he's not, he's not the concept of a man-child. He's the opposite. A man-child is someone who lives at home with their parents, has like their parents like making their beds and their meals. Wasn't she just making his bed? That was her bed. No, well, that's the bed they share, isn't no, it? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got you there. You didn't I get got me at you all. There. The point is, he's a boy. No. The point is, he is not. And is your computer plugged in? No. Okay. Why? Is that going to pose any sort of problems or just wondering? Maybe. Okay. Great. We will cross that bridge. When that boy opens it up for us. Well, we don't need three podcasts leaving the universe today. Or this week. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Well, they won't. It'll be fine. She's going to yell at her? She doesn't like her? Yeah, I'm sticking up for myself because I'm drunk. Oh, Oh, I'm on a date. And you know what? Reese can play a drunk person really well. Yeah, she's probably like, I'll think of that time I was pulled over by a cop. Do you even know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) What I like there is that was COVID style. Just fist bump me. Don't shake my hand. I don't know your germs. No, COVID style is elbows, babe. I know, but some people like to fist bump. Fist bumps aren't allowed in COVID. (laughs) Too close to the hand touch. Would you ever name a kid Lake? 
Lake? No, yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. Ocean. No. Pond. Pond. Yeah. No, unless Stream. it was Pondella or something. <laughs> Stream. No. River. Yeah. Brook. I, like it could be a name. I wouldn't choose the name though. Babbling Brook. Babbling Brook. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good face you made there. Who Lake? No. Oh, and Lake is pretty good with faces. No, that was uh-huh. a, that was a Please. good Reese Witherspoon face. Witherspoon. Wow, this guy got—he's probably a man child. And he's like, ugh, this woman. He looks like a man child. Yeah. He looked boring. That's yeah. why she had to eat her spaghetti so much. <laughs> She—he didn't like really make it so that she had to talk. He was just like, oh well. We're in third quarter right now, so we're really trying to figure out how to extrapolate what we've been doing in third quarter and make sure that our fourth and first quarter of next year... And she's like, where do you work? Whiskers cat food. (laughs) (laughs) I want chicken. I want liver. We're really really working on the flavor profiles, (laughs) and for my many years as a taste tester, I can tell you that this third quarter is our best quarter of all quarters. How do you uh, taste the food? As I said, a manual <laughs> taste tester. Manual? <laughs> they don't give you any forks? No. It's you have to lick it like the cat. <laughs> I got these fangs installed to help with the experience. Wow. Imagine <laughs> someone who works out of like food tasting thing and he's like, uh, you got to get the fangs. Yeah. Can't get the experience. I also uh, had my tongue removed and replaced with sandpaper. Ugh. Well, that would make sense, too, for a cat. Well, you wouldn't be able to taste, then. Well, it's not supposed to make any sense. He's just supposed to be <laughs> as cat-like as he can be. And you can still taste in your throat. It's not just your tongue that has taste buds. Mm, Wait, I didn't know it? that. It is. I don't think so. Okay. Is it only Do you think this character is like, I'm going to have to have sex with her? No. Taste buds. Taste buds are on your tongue, but there are also taste cells in the back of your throat on your epiglottis. The flap of cartilage in the mouth at the back of the tongue. Isn't that what Sarah Silverman had to fix? Yeah. Oh, wow. We're really learning about that. Your nose and sinuses all the way down the throat to the upper part of the esophagus. Wow, we're we're killing it with epiglottis stuff. All right, here we go. Michael Sheen, back in the movie. He's Welsh, but according to BuzzFeed, that's not a country. He's Welsh, but according oh, to BuzzFeed, yeah, that was not. silly. Remember when he dated Rachel McAdams? No. Yeah, they'd bike around Toronto together, but then he'd also be in England, and that probably stopped them from dating. Why? Because she probably was like, "I live here, you live there." Bye. It was right around the time they did that movie together, uh, Midnight in Paris. I feel like that's when they started dating because he was probably like, hmm, you're a saucy number. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting because he also was with another Mean Girls alum with Lizzie Kaplan in... Really? Well, I don't know if they were together in real life, but they certainly had a lot of sex scenes in uh, Masters of Sex. <laughs> what is he rubbing your fingers? And he... Um... Mm. The uh, masters of a... 
Yeah. He he has kissed many mean girl alum. Just two. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Mmm, <laughs> I'd eat the lasagna out of a pan like that. Looks like it was good. Yeah, probably amazing. I bet, um, like, when we listen to Office Girls, ladies, I feel like they're always like, oh, we eat the food. Uh, I'm always hoping that there's a little snack in the scene. I'll eat it. But I, I get the sense that they probably were like, well, how many takes are we doing of this Meyershire? What's the, what do they call the um, food service again? Craft service? Craft, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and don't say crafty. I'm just kidding. I've never had it, so I don't know. I wonder why it's called craft services. I, again, I to, as I said on this podcast probably, or just in our regular life together, uh, <laughs> I was so proud. I was like, ooh, craft, like craft dinner. They're Canadian. I can't believe they're feeding all of Hollywood. And it's not the same thing. Why are food services called craft services? Are they going to do it? Original answer. Why is the food table on a movie set called craft services? Because the various departments in film production, for example, lighting, grips, costume, makeup, camera, are considered crafts. And craft services is providing Mm. food service to them. Okay. Well, that's that then. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because it wouldn't make sense for it to be a company. Because why would there only ever be one company for every single production? Craft service workers are nicknamed crafties. Mm. And are represented by a union, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. I still refuse to call it crafty. I refuse to call them crafties. I refuse to call it crafty. Craft service is different from catering. Craft service refers to the food always available to the crew while they're working. While catering is provided by a catering company or a restaurant and handles full meals. Typically, there is one main table where the snacks and coffee are set up, which is simply called crafty or the crafty table. Occasionally, there are two craft service stations, with one being for cast and crew and another for non-union background actors. A satellite crafty may be set up next to the camera as they may or may not be able to leave their workstations. In addition to snacks and drinks, the craft services department clears the set of trash. Aside from snacks and beverages, craft service may also supply bandages, aspirin, gum, antacids, toothpicks, hand sanitizer, sunscreen, and hand warmers. Interesting, interesting. You know who has a problem with craft services? Mark Marin. He's like, you know, it's bad because you're like, oh, I'll just have a bit of a donut. And then once you take that piece of the donut, no one wants that. So then you go back and you're like, well, I got to finish it now. <laughs> I would have that exact same problem. You know, I have a lot of self-control. Yeah, you would. Well, you have to when filming anyway so like look at this amazing spread like what a horrible waste it probably went to the fact that these Ooh, you can see the orange of their makeup in this scene not great see the orange of their makeup yeah can't you see on his face yeah yeah you can and probably a little bit of everyone realistically (laughs) i don't think the makeup or it's probably a lighting issue more than a makeup issue is that lighting was a little off on this day It's, you know what's interesting is all these cuts like were like filmed hours ago. They could have filmed that Candace Bergen stuff like days after the fact. And you just piece it together. You need a good editor for stuff like that. It's crazy. And usually a cut like that is like, oh, something fucked up. We got to cut to something else. Hmm. 
I mean, other times it's to get across story, like that exchange between the two men in her life. But other times, like I just know this from editing stuff, it's like, oh God, like that's a good take audio audio wise. Is there something we can cut to to get off of whatever's happening there? Makes sense. There's a lot of cuts going on right now. Apparently you're not supposed to have more than like five seconds, but I never listen to that. I feel like I have that sweater. You Oh. No, I don't. I don't. Oh. Mine's a V neck. I feel like I have that blue striped one. <laughs> we both do. <laughs> oh, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Time for you to hit the lorry back to foggy old London, Wales. Foggy old London town in Wales. <laughs> what is the capital of Wales? AKA just another city in another city. Because <laughs> it's clearly not a country. Um, I don't know what the capital of Wales is. Is it Pontypool? Pontypool? Did you know there's a town called Pontypool? Close to Lindsay, Ontario? Yes, I did. <coughs> oh, you did? I'm not joking. Yes, I did. Hmm, Cardiff. I'm going to say Cardiff, actually. Well, because you're looking at the internet? No, I just didn't know. See, status, country. And yes, it yeah, is Cardiff. Yeah, we know it's a country. What is wrong? Because BuzzFeed is all like, oh, we're British. BuzzFeed's British? I feel like there is like a, a leaning towards... A, England, yeah, or the United Kingdom, and England. As well, well I, I knew I was saying the wrong thing right away, but I had to just keep saying it. <laughs> England. It's one of my a joke I really like on Community, where there's a scene where Yvette Nicole Brown is walking in on Donald Glover trying to teach Joel McHale how to fight, and then <laughs> she's like, "What are you guys doing?" Because she specifically said, "Please don't fight." And then he's like, "We're teach, we're getting ready for the fight." I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> and, then, like, and then later on in that sentence, like, he's like, "Well, how else would I be ready for the fight?" You're right. It's really hard to think of something else to say. <laughs> it definitely is. Sometimes in the moment, you just say it, like Charlie Day in that movie we just watched. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna go with blood on your pants. <laughs> Why can't we keep anything to ourselves? <laughs> right, fuck uh, me, fuck me. <laughs> murder! That was amazing. That is, I know people don't like that about uh, Charlie Day, but that was a great use of his shrill voice. I love Charlie Day. Shrill voice and all. What's he up to lately, I wonder? Probably taking care of his family during COVID. Charlie Day. Oh, that was awkward. Ooh, you get no kiss. Yeah, they're <gasps> kids. No, he's doing that to be rude. No, they're boys. Stop. Charlie is 44. <laughs> Why are you so bad about that? He's 44, right? Yeah. He's 44. Married to the love of his life, like me. In 2006, they've been mm -hmm. married for 14 years. I like how I know they're married, but on the show, it's the love of his life. There's no real, I mean, uh, you would hope that it's the love of his life, just like how Mac and Dee are married in real life, and that is the love of Mac's life. Mm -hmm. But I just assume, you know, same thing goes for Charlie Day and his wife. What's her, what's her name? She was on Santa Clarita Diet. Mary Elizabeth Elias. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. Only because I'm looking at it right now. She is 41. Mm. Someone's robbing the cradle. I wonder how they met. On that show, I assume. You think so? That's how DM Mac met. Let's see. I feel like Dennis is the only one that was like, no, I'm already married. And Danny um, DeVito. Let's find out if he's still married. Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman? They were separated for a bit. I just want to see if they're still separated. I can't. Uh, yeah, this doesn't say how they met. I didn't think it would. That's too bad. I like knowing that information. No, they're still separated since 2017. But they're not divorced. No, but they're not divorced. They're not divorced. Oh, I have final draft. He only has one kid. Who, Charlie Day? Yeah. But Dee and Mac have like two, right? I think they have, yeah, a few. Danny DeVito has three, including Lucy DeVito, which I'm not quite sure what that means. I guess that just means she's an actress. His son is like eight now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He probably enjoyed watching movies like Fist Fight. Maybe. What's Kate Olsen? Yeah, that's her name. But you know what first comes up? Mary Kate Olsen. Oh, because it's K-A-I-T. Ah. And it's not spelt the same Olsen. I'm pretty sure it's like O-L-S-O-N. Olsen. Let's see if I'm right. Caitlin Olsen. Yeah, you are. You are. She's 45. She was born in Portland, Oregon. And yes, she has two kids, Axel and Leo. Oh, should have been Axel and Rodney. And they've been married since 2008. That's nice. Yeah. That's very good. Very good Rob for them. Rob McElhinney. 43. How old is she? 45, you said? Yep. Wait, did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she's 45. Oh, well, he really is from Pennsylvania. I mean, Philadelphia. Philly, Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly's where I am from. I love that show. Why don't we watch it anymore? I don't know why we haven't watched it. I feel like either. we're like two seasons behind at this point. I think just one. Maybe. This dryer sheet smells really good. Yeah, I like a good dryer sheet. Why do you think I leave them everywhere? I don't know. So I can smell them wherever I am. Yeah, but it certainly bothers me. <laughs> okay, well, that's the end of that. That's not the guy he's worried about. But he's going to go make an impression on him. Yeah, he's like, look, are you looking for a... I almost bought shoes exactly like that a couple weeks ago. Dad boy. Well, this is where you get it. This is where he becomes the star. Good job, babe. Well, he's the actor in the group, but he should have been the director because that's the person calling the shots. Well, what's the other guy? The guy that sleeps with Reese? He's the director. the hype man? No, he's the (laughs) director. What's <laughs> go, what's the go, the go. other guy then? The writer. Oh, writer, director, actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. That checks out. Let me be honest with you. I don't actually know that for a fact that that guy is a director. Oh, <laughs> okay. I just assume he is. 
I thought he was the actor. He looks more. They showed a scene from one of their movies and he was on screen. So I'm like, that must mean he's the actor. Interesting. I feel like he's the director still. I mean, that would make more sense to me, baby. Yeah. Well, then what we say is what it is. Because he looks like a director. He looks like the nerd like behind the scene like the I, nerdlinger yeah, like i'll get the good looking guy to be me like a zuckerberger <laughs> mark zuckerberger i want my stuff back don't shoot me little boozy i don't think you need to worry about that oh, oh man. why did he paunch him because he was trying to sun him and he's like i'm no boy i'm a man oh i hope he beats him up he, in in masters, like, so oh. what is he doing with his foot? <laughs> in Masters of Sex, he is like a legitimately good um, boxer. Which well, maybe makes that's the joke here. Like maybe yeah. he is in real life, and that's the joke. I think that he was probably like you know. I was thinking Maya Shire that uh, Maya Shire. Maya Shire. That's what they call Maya her on Shire. set. Maya Shire. Sheila is that her name? I, I feel know, really bad that it should be my spent shy. the whole time being like, you know, her mom. Well, I'm sure everyone does that. Uh-oh, blam. Uh-oh. That's going to be traumatizing for a kid to see happen to their father. Yeah. These kids don't seem to care. Uh, the one that everyone cares about seemed to care. Haley. Wow, I was way off. What did I say? Sheila? Sheila, yeah. You did Yikes. say Sheila. No, it's Haley. Um, is it going to say who her dad is? Uh, probably Scott. No. Tom. Scott Shire. Tom Shire. Um, Scott Tom Harold Shire. Shire, I think, from what I understand. Let's find out right now. Nancy Myers. This will. This will tell him. Charles. Charles, we were close. We were close. We were getting there. <laughs> they were married in 1980. They were divorced in 99. Oh, almost 20 years. I hear if you make it uh, 20, that really means it's going to work out. That's what he looks like. He, She looks like her dad more than her hmm. mom. We only have 16 years to go. <laughs> I think we can do it. <laughs> I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's see what Nancy Myers actually made because I was way off on thinking she was Nora Ephron. Yeah. Yeah, we should check that out. <laughs> She's a, as I said, writer-director. She's written 20, directed 8. Nancy Myers. Okay, here's a good one. Okay, Nice way to start things off. Parent Trap. Lindsay Lohan, classic. Great. All right. Next one, not so good. What women want. Oh, I like the movie. One of the first movies I ever went to where I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, but I'm not a kid. Like, I got to I gotta get out of here. This is too long of a movie. I really like what women want. Why don't you just Two hours and Mel seven Gibson? minutes. No, I had no, like, opinion on Mel Gibson at that point because he was in Pocahontas. So I was like, yeah, whatever. That guy. I loved what women want when I was younger. I just... I only seen it once, and I was like, "It's taking long. Like, this is long. Why is this so long?" And I'm well, not. Well, Huntersberry. Yes, yes. I don't. I'm not like someone who's like, "Oh, a movie needs to be this long." So that just means what I think. What was happening in my head was like, "I'm like, I feel like this needs to be done now. I want it to be done now." Uh, uh, something's got to give. I watched that on a plane. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. I about haven't that. seen something's gotta give. I feel. Um, Keanu Reeves gets with Diane Keaton. Is that her name? Yes, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. They do it a lot. And then Jack Jenkelson's like, well, something's got to give because I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to date you in this movie. Um, The Holiday. That's a good one. I know people have their strong opinions about it, but meh. Uh, It's complicated. I didn't like that. But it's got John Krasinski in it, so I hate it even more. (laughs) (laughs) I think Lake Bell comes back for that. Lake Bell is... um, I shouldn't say comes back at Lake Bell. That might be the introduction there. She plays Alec Baldwin's younger wife. The Intern. We both liked that. Oh, yeah, it was a really good movie. Again, that's over a two hours long movie. And I wasn't like, oh, this needs to end. I was just like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for whatever this story wants to be. Uh, and then it looks like she did a short Father of the Bride part three-ish. So my assumption is she wrote the Father of the Bride movies with Steve Martin. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So that's Nancy Myers. Cool. And what about Nancy Myers or uh, Haley Shire? This, Shire- this is it. This is it. We this got is it. it? Well, this, that makes sense. Like she, Are you sure? Yeah. I looked. Hold on. Let's see what she's got in the pipeline. I want my stove built into the wall like that. Wow. This is the thing. I just spend this whole movie being like, her mom is a producer on this. Now, was her mom like, look, this is how the kitchen's going to look? Of course. I'll hear nothing to the contrary. Or you will no longer, or you can remove the mire from your side. Or you will know my name is the Lord. Uh, (laughs) She's got an untitled Haley Myers Shire project coming and a movie called Good Rick or Good Rich. Doesn't say right now. Starring. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. What? Really? Yeah. He's the only person attached Michael to this Michael Keaton. A father seeks the help of his adult daughter to raise his young twins after his second wife leaves him. That sounds like it'll be fun. Bye. Hmm? Bye. His wife leaves him. Yeah. And it sounds like it'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. She's acted in some stuff very early on. So let's see here. She acted in Father of the Bride as a, fa- as a flower girl. She acted in the movie Fatba. I Love. Okay. She acted in a movie called I Love Trouble with Julia Roberts and Nick Nolte, which famously they hated each other and they had to find creative ways to film around the tension on that. Who set. is Nick Nolte? Just like this, I'm Nick Nolte. Right. I can see why she would hate him. Yeah, they did not get along. Uh, Father of the Bride Part Two. She's Annie Banks, Fatba. age seven. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the parent trap as someone named Lindsay. Lowen Hudson's paid blanket. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, she's in What Women Want as Girl at Lunch Counter. And she's in The Affair of the Necklace. All of this is all done before the year of 2001. Really? Yeah. And then she obviously takes her time to be like, look, this is what I'm really looking for. They, to be writing and directing films. And then she made this. Well, you know, she's like really stepping it up. No, I'm happy that she did that. I'm, I'm glad that she... It wasn't just like, a, oh, I'm just in movies because my mom and I'm pretty sure dad are into it as well. She was like, I'm going to be a part of this. I'm going to do something. I really love this house. Nancy Meyer, you did a great job. <laughs> So did you, Sheila. Yeah, see, he's the actor. 
give me my sides. Hmm. Oh, that was the conflict, is that he got offered something else. And they're like, you're ruining the team, asshole. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but that makes no sense because we haven't been doing anything. Teddy Dorsey. He's like, let me make money and do stuff. And they're like, no. Oh, I'm with my girls. Missing my boo. That is... That was the one thing I thought was weird in this movie is that Jen Kirkman just completely disappears. Well, She's in that first thing and then it's like, well, I've had my maybe, sex. I don't need you anymore. Maybe Reese uh, decided with we're Louis not friends C. K. with her. No, I don't think Reese is friends <laughs> with Louis C.K. Oh, awkward. Reunion. He's like, look, I'm a man now. She's like, I know now. You weren't at the beginning oh of the God. movie. Stop. You're just a boy. You live like a boy, too. And you smell like one, too. That's what I meant to do. <laughs> hey, let me point at you for a second. You want to scratch my neck? I have this thing where I scratch my neck and eat my nails. hes I don't like him. I'm sorry. I just don't like him. you I know. You really can't handle him. He just seems like he should have been the actor that doesn't really have much going on. Even if he still wants to, if they still wanted it to be like the chemistry test happened and it worked better with him and Reese. Nat Wolf needs to be the leader of this group. Ugh. Get <laughs> over your bone hair for Nat Wolf. I don't like him. I just think yeah, he's. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's rewind through the past hour and 28 minutes of this podcast. I really don't like him, but he should be the lead. Oh, he's so dreamy. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's the good looking one. It's just he's not lead material. We should put that pork in the freezer. Just FYI. Mm, yeah, we should. The end. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. Perfect time for it to be frozen. <laughs> what was that? It's the, you know, the perfect timing dance. <laughs> you ever done it before? No. You should. I don't understand it. You should do it. I don't understand what you just did. This is probably going to be a bad one for audio. Why? My mic's not angled properly, so I realize all the time I've been talking to you and looking at you, I've been off mic. Well, my audio is going to be good, so. I can see that. Always is. And I don't even think I did one thump. Yeah, you always have sneaky ones, but this one, no. No, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I cut all of them out of the last one. I was taking notes. Was there a lot or something? There was five. Oh my God, now they're counting. Well, you asked. So? (laughs) Hey, man, hi. We're all friends again. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. So when you're editing the podcast, like, what do you do? I'll never tell my secrets. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you want to watch next time? No. Okay, well, then that's that. I was just wondering, like, do you listen to the whole thing over again? I used to. <clears throat> Not anymore. Now you just only if there's things that you need to mark down? Not even that anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mark it down when I listen when it comes out for everyone else. Which, again, is two seconds before you press play. Mm-hmm. It's live. We already told them that. So Yeah, this is... You this guys really love the loafers. This yeah. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. This It's now like, all right, and now, like, how are they going to get their movie made? 
I don't know, man, bro. <laughs> Odie, lay down. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. And this is him having second thoughts about missing the play. Well, yeah, it's not a very nice thing to do. We promised our friend's daughter, who is basically our age. We are boys. I love wardrobe for a Reese in this movie. I'm a big fan. Mm, I feel Nancy had a lot to do with that, too. Yeah, probably. Even if it was just because of how much time Haley spent looking at her mother's movies. Yeah. Look at how glamorous Candace Bergen looks in that shot. Look at. She looks very glamorous. And she's not going to get punched by Reese in this movie. Remember, she got punched by her in Home Alabama. In Sweet Home Alabama. (laughs) Who's this guy? This guy's never worked again. (laughs) They were like, sorry, we don't have any openings for Creepy Dude. You think he looks creepier than what I assume is Scott Reed? Is that his name, Scott Reed? Uh, I think that's who you're talking about, who I'm thinking of, and I think he looks creepier than Reed him. Scott. That is his name. Let me see. No, not that guy. That's who you're talking oh. about, right? I'm talking about the guy from Veep. Yeah, Reed Scott. Oh, yeah. Reed Scott doesn't look creepy. He just looks like a douche. Fair. This guy looks like someone, though. Yeah, he looks like Kurt Barnholm. Barnholm. Yeah, you know Show what I meant. <laughs> Who am I thinking of that he looks like? Uh, yeah, we're thinking of the same person for sure. And if we're not, then we won't be married. Hold on. <laughs> I heard if you don't think the same things, it automatically annuls. I think that's true. We're thinking the same thing, oh, are we not? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Good joke. <laughs> Good joke, bro. Good joke. Kyle Bornheimer is who I think you're thinking of. Let's look him up. Remember when I tried to tell you about, like... Do you think he looks like this guy? Yeah, that is the guy. Yeah. He was recently on Comedy Bang Bang. That's how I knew to remember his name because I was like, I'm not going to remember this guy's name. Kyle Bornheimer is what this man drinking coffee looks like. But the real answer to the question of who is he is, it's Josh Stanberg. Josh Stanberg. Oh, he doesn't look so creepy there. Looks like he's enjoying life. Ooh, we have close to the same birthday. January 4th. We both were born in 1970, though. 1970? Oh, he's in The Affair. You'd be 50 if you were born in 1970. I know. That'd be crazy. It looked like he did a lot of work after this. nowhere near 50. We're closer to 50 than 20. This guy. Yeah, well, that's rude. Actually, exactly the same distance, so... Some would disagree. Who? People who know the math I'm doing. Okay. (laughs) 
Oh, don't worry. Your pals will be there. No, he's going to come behind the stage and be like, look, you're ready for this. All right. Yeah. You wrote a doo-doo play, but people like doo-doo these days. Mm-hmm. People love shit. <laughs> and you're the queen of shit. <laughs> come on, go get her. Quick. It's good because it's a playing like a romantic comedy, like last bit of love moment. But really, it's just a good thing of support. Yeah. Not this. None of this. I'm mm-hmm. talking about uh, Rudnitsky going behind stage. I know. I thought I she sh- divorced him. I mean, you can't divorce him from his daughter, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, but. <laughs> would be rude. And I'm sure she would appreciate her dad there, because I bet this play has a lot to do with their life together. Unless <laughs> she, she starts being, being um, promoting herself as the whiskers cat. <laughs> yeah. <adjuster>. Meow. Meow. <laughs> Or wow. maybe that is what uh, was happening in the house, and that's why they've been divorced. <laughs> the dad refused to speak in English? Yeah. He's just like... And he made the kid eat cat food. What is Christmas if not a time for your parents to be angry at each other? <laughs> <laughs> Love is fighting. Whoever yells the loudest is the most right. Whoever throws the ketchup bottle <laughs> further is the winner. Oh, oh wow, he found a girlfriend. He's in love. That's not how it works. What? You've never heard of love at first sight? But not love at first. Hey, welcome to uh, That's the That's first sight. No. You didn't believe in it. What? You didn't believe it. Why Why would you say that? You were like, mm, second or third. Was it love Ending. at first sight for you? Yeah. It was not. It was. It's a lie. No. It was interest at first sight. It was love. I was like, that's the person I'm going to marry. No, you weren't like that. And we're going to start a podcast together. And I would like to say that I actually stalked you on Facebook first. So obviously mm-hmm. there was interest <laughs> at first sight for me too. Yeah, but you were like, it's pending on the love still. It was not love I've at first for you. both of us. It was very quickly, so shh. Quicker than most. What are Quicker they eating? Than most. What aren't they eating? It looks like. Well, that's more what I meant. It's like it's this looks like a very it's a melange. And yum. I'm jalous. The blonde girl is like, I wish I got her apart. Well, she's like five years too young. Mm-hmm. She's like, look, people pay attention to me. Usually in a movie, I would be the one people paid attention to. In real life, everyone likes me. Not about us. Fuck you, guys. Mug for the camera. I wonder if this is Reese's niece, too. Oh, Talia Shire? Talia Shire. Is that her name? No, I think that's the name of the woman who played Adrienne in Rocky. She's loving her little setup. Yeah, this is her new normal. Eden Grace Redfield. I don't think she's related to. Um, who are we talking about? Reese Witherspoon. Candace oh. Bergen plays a good Reese mom. 
when she plays a great Reese um, villain. Yeah. She got punched. <laughs> wow, that's lovely. She did it. Well, there we go. Another one down off the list. Another, Check it. An awkward kiss. Um, an awkward kiss. Well, if you need to leave, we're going to make some noise. Uh, Pauline, I love you, but go to the bathroom. I will finish out the episode. No, wait, because it's going to make, it's going to bash. No, no, make the noise. Make the noise. I love you. I love you too. Sorry for the noise. It's happening. Get used to it. Wow. All right. So, yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. This was round 14 of Movies versus Matrimony. We are a very happy member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. So please head on over there, thatshelf.com. You'll find other great podcasts like uh, Bad Gay Movies, Black Hole Films, Changing Reels, Composers, No Budget Nightmares. This is a great theme song to listen to and more. So please head on over there. If you'd like older episodes of Movies vs. Matrimony, we are at tdfeverything.com slash mvsmpod. Our Twitter is at tdfmvsm. Our email is theldfpodcast at gmail.com. Don't worry, that's not confusing. And we are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Amazon Music, a bunch of things. So please rate, review, subscribe on whatever one you feel comfortable with and share it with your friends. As I said, Pauline has left, so there's no point in me telling her I love her again. We we say it all the time. We don't need to do it on mic all the time, and we already did it on mic, so that's on you guys. Thank you very much for listening. Someone's named Joe Kissack on this film. That's the costume supervisor, so look into that later. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been a TDF Everything production, bruh.